Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. But yeah, there's been a lot of stuff going on. Um, we'll get into that about my thoughts. Like the like the Lashawn McCoy trade, you know, I had a problem with it. Um, you know, just different things like that. You know, and just all very. Let me call it this. So we'll go over all the trades. Brandon Marshall got traded to the Jets. Um, Darnell Dockett got traded to San Francisco. Darrell Rebus is now a Jet again. There have been there have been a few that are important. Um, and there's been, you know, Kiko Alonso going to Philadelphia, Trent Cole going to the Colts, Frank Gore going to the Colts. There have been a bunch of them. Um, and he started. They go lay out of the building, so we're live on this podcast. And, uh, you know, just kind of hanging out. It's been a while since I've been on, so thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. So today we'll go into some NFL free agency talk. We'll go into what's happened over the last month and uh, maybe a little Mars Madness preview, uh, I guess you could say, because it starts next week and the selection show is tomorrow. So it should be very interesting. Um,
Anyway, um, I, some other big news is the Randy Pacquiao fight Mayweather fight is finally happening. You know, they're, they're, that's just a, that is just awesome that they finally came to a deal. You know, I really, really hope that Dan Pacquiao can win. I, I just, I don't know, man. I really, really, I really, really think that Mayweather's time is coming to an end, man. I think that, I think that he's not watching his last couple fights, and you know, I think that. I think that Mayweather has been waiting for this fight for years, which a lot of people have. And, you know, people are just waiting for this. I mean, it's a, it's such a, it's a marquee event. And not only that, it's not just for a boxing fan, but, like, anyone in the world knows that this fight is, this fight is very, very important. This fight is very, very important for the sport of boxing to stay relevant one last time. And, it's it's important because this fight has been so highly anticipated and so talked about for years and years and years that it's finally going to happen. So then some other news is Jay Cutler staying with the Bears. I think that that's good. We had no other way to go there. We, we had Cutler. We had no choice. Um, it's just, I mean, we... We have a new coach. It's all going to depend on Jamal. This is Jay's football team, and if he can get it done, then the Bears are going to have to let him go. And, uh, and you know, the season, you know, could be really good or it could be really bad. We'll see what happens. It could be, it could go one or two ways, really good or really bad. We'll see. I like, um, you know, I you know that Bradford trade to the Eagles, man, I got to tell you, that that's a big trade. And them getting to Marco Murray is huge because people thought that that the Rashawn McQuaid trade was stupid. Well, it looked as if Chip Kelly had something up his sleeve because he just got possibly the best running back in pro football into Marco Murray, something that the Dallas Cowboys are not going to have. They're going to now have to rely on Darren McFadden or Julius Randle. They're going to have to compete for the number one job, which I think Randle will get the nod because McFadden, as experienced as he is, um, as experienced as Darren McFadden is, I don't think that he has the speed anymore that he used to a couple of years ago. I think that Julius Brandle is a young kid. I think that when when they put him in games, he would show flashes of brilliance. Um, I mean, he, he's got great length, just like DeMarco. He's, he's a very similar back in DeMarco, but he's more of a power back. He likes to run guys over. So we'll see what happens with that. The running back position is going to be interesting. I think that the two divisions that are going to be upper grabs are the East and the West and the NFC because any of those teams in the West can win the division because now the Rams have this close, okay? So that's saying something, okay? What Jeff Fisher did was a gutsy move. He did not believe in Sam Bradford. He hadn't started a full season in four years, okay? He's hurt his ACL three times. He goes to the Philadelphia Eagles, a team that won 10 games last year, lost to the Redskins in Week 16, and were ultimately knocked out of the playoffs because of that. Us to the Redskins and with a bunch of other tiebreakers and everything else, they didn't make it. But my point now is, is that I think that the Rams won on this because Bradford's injury prone, what if he could start again? All they have is Matt Barkley, and, and, and in the times that Barkley has played, 
gives him clue to, and it also marks Sanchez, which to me, I, 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 I said it since 2011. I do not believe in Mark Sanchez. This guy was everything a team ever wanted coming out of USC. The guy takes the Jets to AFC Championship games, and now, three years later, he can't do anything. He's now in Philadelphia, takes over the starting role for an injured Foles, who got hurt last year with the, with the, with the, with the shoulder injury, and he couldn't do it. Typical Sanchez. Typical Sanchez. In the big games, in the big games, he could not produce. And the surprising thing was, was last year they played a Redskins team that was pathetic. Okay, I mean they were, I mean they were just bad. They were, they were pathetic. Okay, the Eagles going to Washington, they, they're heavy favorites to win this game. If they, if they can, if they can win this game, and if the Cowboys can also win against the Colts, it would come down to week seventeen, Eagles would have to beat the Giants and and the and the Redskins would have to somehow upset the Cowboys in D C in order for the Eagles to get in. Obviously none of this happened. Mark Sanchez in the fourth quarter, two minutes to go, he's driving his team down and he throws a bonehead interception, which does with the game winning chip shot almost like an extra point for Kai Fordbath to upset the Philadelphia Eagles in Washington. But my point is, is if Sam Bradford gets hurt, the Eagles are in trouble. Because now, now they're going to have to rely on DeMarco Murray to carry the team. They're going to have to rely on a little bit of a banged-up defense. They, they just got rid of their best linebacker. They, they, they look scary bad on defense, i got to tell you. I mean, they lost everyone on offense that you could think of. They lose Deshaun Jackson two years ago. They lose Jeremy Macklin. They lose Nick Foles. And they lose Deshaun McCoy, who was the centering piece of that offense. The, the, the offense revolved around Shady, man. That, that, was, that was his offense that he carried, okay? And now he's in Buffalo trying to turn a Buffalo team around that now just re-signed, I uh, know, Brian Fitzpatrick went to Brown, so now it's going to be E.J. Manuel to rebound after he got benched last year for Kyle Wharton. Because this is a bounce back there for Manuel that he has to do very, very, very well in order for, in order for the Bills to at least win 10 games. Because Everyone was expecting the Bills after this year to stay with Kyle Wharton, and he obviously retired, which is a problem because E.J. Manuel is so-so. And I feel bad for Bills fans because they just lost their best linebacker who's out for a year, okay? The guy was a stud at the work. But my point is, is, they're going to have a depleted offense. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. In Cleveland, now with Josh McCown being back with the Browns, it's going to be a soap opera because now they're going to have to see who is going to win the job. Is it going to be Manziel or is it going to be McCown? If I were the Browns, if I were the Browns, my projected starter would be McCown. He's one. Because 
is I think that Manziel still needs time to learn. I think he showed a little bit of brilliance when he came into the game against the Bills, but I think that he needs a little bit more experience. Uh, I think that McCown is the veteran here. He's been been in the game a long time, and uh, he needs to start, and he needs to step up for the Browns, and the Browns have had major quarterback issues, okay? They just released Brian Hoyer. And now Hoyer, trying to think, is Brian Hoyer, let me look this up. Where, where, where is Brian Hoyer? I got it. Because that's some messed up crap by the Browns, man. They, they, they should have somehow found a way to keep him because he's, I like Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. Texans. He's on the Texans, and I don't know if he's going to start. That, that that's going to be interesting because they do have they do have Mallet, okay? They, they they do have Mallet and they do have Case Keenum, okay? So it's going to be because I think this is for three good quarterbacks in Houston. I think that they're going to have a quarterback conference no matter who you get because Hoyer is a running quarterback. Keenum likes to throw in the pocket, uh, and when he did play, he got better every game that he played. I thought that he improved a lot. I think that if the Texans could get a healthy Clowney back right alongside J.J. Watt, they could be really good. I think that not only could they be very good, they could they could possibly challenge Indianapolis for a division championship. That's how that's how good I think they could be. But the problem with Houston is road games, and it's the same problem with the Colts. Now, the Saints just got rid of Jamie Graham, which is a shock because now they're not going to have the red zone tight end um, as a two-yard line that they need. And he got traded to get to the Seattle Seahawks, and that is, is huge because Seattle needed a beast of a tight end, and they got it, man. I mean, that guy is a, that guy is a great tight end. He's a physical specimen played basketball in college. The guy could do it all. He could go up and make one hit and catch it. He can, it, it, he can, he can, uh, he can do it all. And I really, really like the signing by Seattle. It's just very disappointing because I think that this Saints team is being torn apart. That used to be really good, and that was not as good as they were because they just lost their best. The, the, they're easily, easily their best offensive player besides and not only that, they just cut Pierre Thomas, okay? And they just gave Mark Ingram a big four-year deal, okay? And be the number one back, which is gutsy, because Pierre Thomas is a veteran, okay? Um, I think that the Dolphins uh, overpaid for the Dolphins too, $110 million in bullcrap. He, he's, not, he's, not, he's not worth the money at all. Um, this just I, this guy makes plays, but he doesn't make them consistently, and he always tries to get himself in trouble, and he, he tries to play a little bit too rough. He's a he physically injured quarterback, I think. He, I, think that, I think that he tries to physically hurt quarterbacks, and I, I think that he tries to end their careers. And it's very, very unfortunate because you never know. That hit on Aaron Rodgers could have easily ended Rodgers' career. 
easily could have he, he easily could have ended his career, and the Packers would have never been the same easily. It obviously didn't happen that way, but the hit was so nasty that it could have easily ended his career. I really, really believe that. Um, yeah, again, I think that they overpaid a little bit too much for Sue. Matt Castle is now in Buffalo. That's Hey, so Matt Castle could be the starting quarterback. Sean Hill just signed with the Minnesota Vikings. The former Rams and Lions quarterback um, Lions a couple years ago. Rams, he was a backup last year. He just signed with he just signed with Minnesota to be the backup for Teddy Bridgewater. Now this is a turning point for the Vikings. Okay, I think that from what Bridgewater showed me last year that. That, that he is ready for year two. He might have a sophomore slump a little bit, but this guy is still really good. This He still has the legs. He just has to work on accuracy and arm strength, okay? And I think that with I think that with the Vikings getting Mike Wallace just yesterday, it's a great move. The guy is won a Super Bowl. The guy is great hands. Uh, he... He was okay in Miami for the two years that he was there. But I think that with this offense, with Wallace and now Cordero Patterson, who's speedy, quick, a decent backfield, they're going to get a Peterson back, it looks like, unless another team is going to pick him up. I don't know that yet. We have no idea where Peterson is right now. Um, but, again, this is a learning curve. This, this could be a very good season for Minnesota. Also, Percy Harbin, Percy Harbin just signed with, oh, my God, who did he just sign with? Percy Harbin just signed with someone. And I, I, and I, and I can't remember, it, 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 it's escaping me who he signed with. Um, Brandon Browner from the Patriots, he's now a saint. He's now in the world. because they really need to, they really need to the cornerback. Um. Again, Darrell Revis is back in New York. That's obviously huge because they need that. They need that chemistry. And you know, I think that there are going to be a couple shockers. Yeah, I think that I think that there's going to be. I I think that there's some outright decisions that some teams are going to win. Like for example, I don't see I don't see Atlanta doing anything this year. I see I see the Saints being half a decent and missing the playoffs at eight and eight. Uh, I I see I see Carolina winning the division at twelve and four. I think that I think that they're very good, and I I think that I think that they're good enough that they could possibly get a home field advantage for their first playoff game. I really I really really do. Um, I think that the Packers ninety seconds. I think that the Packers win the North again, unless the Bears. Somehow, some way, with John Fox, find a way to upset some teams on the road to get a little lucky. Maybe sweep every division opponent. I don't know. Okay, anything can happen. Detroit, I think, comes in second there. I think that they're very good. I think that they can easily get a weapon win. Sixty seconds. Uh, they will not get a home playoff game. Um, they will not get a home playoff game. I think that Detroit is very good. I think that Bernie, I think that the loss of Sue is huge, though. But I think that other than that, I think that that team is stacked. 
and I think that Green Bay wins the division and could possibly get the number one or number two seed in the NFC. I really will be his game looks really good. But Seattle, again, i got to give them that edge, man. They, they, they look like they can win the West again. Unless Arizona, I've been saying it since they watched that playoff game to the Panthers. You watch. If they get a healthy Palmer, you better watch out. If Palmer can stay healthy, they could be very, very Ten seconds. And they could possibly win a division championship and maybe – just maybe, if they get lucky, they could they could possibly get a number one seed, and maybe and maybe the road to the Super Bowl goes through University of Phoenix Stadium. It could happen. It could happen because uh, Arizona is very good. I don't see San Francisco doing squat. I see them finishing last, and I see them going six to ten. Colin Kaepernick is on the decline. I have no idea. What this coach brings to the table, but San Francisco is slowly depleting. They just hit the last spring court. They have to rely on Colin Kaepernick, and if he gets hurt, this is—I mean—they're—they're they're done. They're done if he—they're done if he—they're uh, done if he gets hurt, man. That's—it's uh, a disappointment. It really is. But, yeah, that's pretty much all I have for you guys. Um, Michigan State plays Maryland today uh, in the semifinal game. 
Uh, also, some news for you, DirecTV finally got Watch ESPN, so any DirecTV subscribers that need it. Now at your disposal, um, watch now.
Okay, guys, that's all I have for you today. For your weekend, this is St. Patrick's Day weekend, so enjoy your weekend even more. So we'll see you later. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.